for joining Time Out with PSOA, where sports officials share their stories to help recruit, train, educate not only sports officials, but players, coaches, administrators, and fans. Through this information, we're going to help make us all better for the game. Thank you for taking time out today with PSOA. Today's guest, we have Monty Tilgner, and he's going to be talking about how to use film and video as a sports official. The most humbling part of sports officiating is watching yourself on film. Bad news, film does not lie. However, the great news, film does not lie. So I'd like to bring in our guest, uh, guest today, Monty Tilgner, current NCAA Division I football official who works in the Big Ten. He's a on-field official for the Champions Indoor Football League, and he's a huge contributor towards education for the Great Plains Athletic Conference. He goes out and observes officials work live. He breaks down game film for officials, and each week he creates a training video for our conference. So, Monty, welcome. And during our conference staff meeting last year, you had a great story of perseverance while moving up the ranks in college football. Do you mind share, sharing with the people listening to this podcast how you started your journey as a football official and the impact film had along the journey to get you where you are today? Sure, Sean. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me as well. Um, yeah, so my story is probably not a lot different than a lot of others. Um, you know, it takes a little longer than what we would hope, but uh so I moved to Orange City from Wayne, Nebraska, and when I did so, I was a teacher and was asked if I wanted to be a football official since I wasn't doing any coaching during the fall. And so I prepared really well, you know, thought I knew what I should be doing, where I should be standing, what I should be looking at. And then uh, that first scrimmage happened, and uh, first time they snapped the ball, all of a sudden there's 22 guys running around, and I was like totally lost and thinking I cannot do this but uh, each play got a little better a little better and you know by the time halftime rolled around it was like I feel somewhat comfortable with this and then it just you know kept getting better from there but um, I started doing varsity high school not long after that and uh, then in 2001 I decided that I wanted to start my own crew wanted to be a white hat for high school varsity football so i i called up some uh some guys that i used to play a lot of ball with uh from the sioux center area and, and uh some guys i knew would you know, want to work hard want to do well want to take it seriously and uh formed a crew and we were a really young crew uh we started in 2001 and uh we actually had a semifinal in the uni dome for the state of iowa in 2005 so we were by far the youngest crew down there. We, our range was from 30 to 35 years of age. And, you know, I think one reason why we were able to uh, get pretty good uh, pretty quickly was due to video. So the first year I, I paid a student as a teacher, like I said, I paid one of our high school students $20 to video our crew from the press box. And I had very specific things set up that I wanted from him. Um, he, he had five plays where he kind of focused on each official and he would zoom in. So five plays where he'd zoom in 
on the umpire. Probably have the offense, you know, offensive line in there and the umpire, and then five plays with the, you know, the H and the L and the B and the and the R, and um, also anytime there was a penalty, he would zoom in on me as the referee in my announcement. And and the rest of the game, what I had him do is is film it from an all twenty seven. So we talk about you know, uh, all 30 and so on. But all 27 means you have, for high school, you have all 22 players in the video and you have all five officials. So it's a very wide view. So you can see all the mechanics of everything that's going on. And um, we did that a few times. I also had Pete Hansen um, observe our crew and he gave me like a five page critique that I went over with him uh, that, that following Sunday, and we, we took the, our film study, we took all the, all the notes from Pete, and we just, you know, really looked at it, at what we could do to get better. And I think we improved a lot during that year and in those, you know, those future years to, uh, you know, be able to move up pretty well in high school and, and become known as a pretty good crew in the area. So that's how film kind of helped early uh, in, my, in my career. Um, 2002, I started with the GPAC as a supplemental official and just working JV games. Um, I would help out varsity crews. I'd always find out who the varsity crew was, you know, in Orange City. And, um, and I would ask, uh, you know, Justin and Pete, you know, can you put me in contact with the white hat? And, and I would go and I would chart their penalties going for the pregame and halftime and postgame and that. And uh, just to see, you know, more what it's about, get to know all the guys. And, and then I started working some, um, you know, some of the varsity games as well, not long after that in the GPAC. And um, I, I decided, yeah, I really like this. Um, you know, so I decided to go to a clinic. I went to a clinic up in Minneapolis and I was uh, with this clinic. One thing you do is you work a scrimmage afterwards. So on Saturday, this clinic was on Friday, and on Saturday I worked a scrimmage at Minnesota State University, and Mike Cannon was my observer. And at that time, Mike was a field judge in the Big Ten. Uh, Mike actually just retired at the end of this year. Um, he was a referee in the Big Ten the last several years. He's worked two national championship games, so great official, great guy. And uh, Mike observed me and, you know, got got the – the report back and I was looking at it and yeah, everything looked pretty good. And I was like, okay, great. That's, that's great. And um, then uh, all of a sudden I get home and, and I think it was on Monday or Tuesday, Mike calls me up and he's like, you know, Hey, would you be interested in, you know, coming up to uh, uh, Minnesota and working a, a gopher scrimmage with me this next weekend? Mike, well, yeah, definitely. So go up and um, uh, I didn't even know it, but they were kind of, you know, Mike saw something that he thought might might be good, and uh, they started watching me, and uh, that scrimmage went well. Then, then all of a sudden, Mike's like, hey, we'd like to send you to South Dakota State for a spring game. Uh, so I did that. That went well, and uh, it just kind of took off from there. You know, I just in the right place, the right time, and, you know, pretty soon uh, I got a call from Bill Carollo, who's the supervisor of officials for the CLC is the Missouri Valley Mac and Big Ten um, to work a couple Division One games in the Big t in the uh, I'm sorry at the in the Missouri Valley with USD 
And that was ironically the the first year that I got in the Jeep pack on a regular crew. Before that, I was just a supplemental guy, you know, working three to five games a year. So, um, yeah, it, it just went really well since then. I've been very fortunate and, uh, you know, have moved up through the, uh, was in the big sky for two years, Missouri Valley for one year, and then, um, six years in the Mac, uh, before moving up to the big 10. So film's been a, a huge thing for me. I, I watch, I watch a ton of film guys that know me. What? No, I watched a lot of film to try to improve. Awesome. Appreciate that. The storytelling of, of the journeys, you know, I wrote down a couple notes here and, you know, a, a lot of things come back to my, to myself when it comes to, again, we try to connect sports officiating to life. Um, and Monty just shared a great story of he wasn't even hired as a college football official when he is doing all this video training, um, asking people for help, come watch him work. And it's, it's sort of those things of failure to prepare is preparing to fail. And, and Monty just gave a story. He did everything he possibly could do to prepare. So when he was given that opportunity, and that opportunity, you didn't even know you were going to get it at that clinic in Minnesota, but you were prepared. Um, so we're going to transition sort of that story um, into our three main topics today. And the first topic is how to use film to develop yourself as a sports official. Um, so, Monty, you know, now knowing what you know now, if there's a sports official listening to this or a potential sports official, and we want to encourage them, prepare yourself by doing film study. How is it you would explain to that sports official to use film to develop themselves? Well, one thing I tell people, I, I present a lot of clinics and I say um, mechanics is Mechanics and rules knowledge are two things that, get, that can separate you from others. Uh, mechanics is absolutely huge. You know, we, we feel that, yeah, guys are going to be able to, to make the right decision, but are they in the right position? Because if you're not in the right position, it's harder to, to make the, you know, the, the right observation and to make the, the make the right decision. So uh, mechanics, you know, I can see mechanics watching film. I can see mechanics from the stand watching somebody. And so can all those other people who are observing you, um, even if you don't know that they're there. So, you know, is your positioning in the right place? Are you at, you know, are you at the right depth that you're supposed to be as an umpire or as a deep wing? Um, do, you know, one, one big thing is, um, you know, don't move until you need to. And then when you move, move with a purpose. So, do you move too soon? And those are things that you don't really notice until you watch film. Uh, I have a recorder that I have in my pocket. And during a game, I'll put between, I bet between eight and 25 things on that recorder. And it'll be like, you know, first quarter, 13, 12, you know, was that enough for a, a defensive hold? It's one that I didn't put a flag down, but I want to make sure I look at that specific one again. And a lot of what I put on my recorder is, is mechanics, you know, was my mechanics, you know, did I have a, was that deep enough where I had a good angle on that, you know, stuff like that. So uh, mechanics is what's going to, you know, can separate you. And mechanics is something that, that people are going to be able to see. They're going to be able to see it when, when they watch on TV. Uh, when I watch games, as, as a lot of you guys as, as officials do, when you watch a game now, you don't watch, 
you don't watch them running the ball so much. You're watching the officials, you know, is that what, what does that short wing do? Does he step in the backfield on that swing pass that comes right at him? You know, um, you know, how do they move? How do they square things off? You know, trying to learn from them to get better and, and also trying to, to see things that you might want to do differently. Excellent. I, I'm going to throw in a little bit more information here and, you know, I, I administer, I'm a supervisor uh, for football, basketball, and baseball as well. And officials, another thing I would strongly recommend, when you get yourself on film, there's three categories that you have complete control over. Number one is appearance. You know, judge yourself. How do you look in your uniform? Um, and if there's something that you can improve on, use that film to self-evaluate that. Uh, the second one, is the nonverbal communication. You know, Monty talked about earlier the all 22 or all 27, getting all players, all officials. You know, what is your body language after a play? What is your body language when you're away from the play? If a coach is coming down and, and having a polite conversation with you, you know, what is the body language with that coach? And then from a mechanic standpoint, you know, especially when there's a new mechanic, I'm going to give a shout-out to uh, Aaron Duker in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. You know, one of the things that he always grades high on is mechanics and doing the mechanics that's in the CCA manual. And I know for sure he'll, he'll read the manual, and then he'll watch the film, and he's making sure he does those correct mechanics. Because like Monty said, if you are in the right position and follow that mechanics manual, you're more than likely going to get that judgment call right Um because you're looking and you're at the spot uh, where you can see the play. Second topic here is now that we've developed ourselves, we're getting comfortable with film, how to watch it, how to break it down. Um, how can you use film to help others? Whether it's a whole crew, a mentor, because um, this could be a dicey situation. Um, so how do you use film to now help your crew and others? Well, we, we look at film. We look at, uh, you know, how we move together as a crew, uh, especially looking at like an all 30, you know, for us, um, uh, crossfield spots. I mean, a supervisor can see if, if there's a, a, a pass to the sideline in front of the H and that player gets driven back, they'll see, to, they'll look and see, is that headline judge looking cross field for help on a cross field spot from the, you know, from the line judge? Those are things that they'll look at. Those are things we want to make sure we're doing, uh, crew, you know, crew communication on substitutions, on formations and stuff like that. Are we, you know, we can see on film if we're doing those things that we need to. So, um, are our signals, are they clean? Are they crisp? Uh, I'm, I'm really picky when, when I had my high school crew, you know, I wanted my, my two guys underneath the post, uh, to, to go up the same time and signal good, you know, for the field goal or the tribe was good. Um, you know, your touchdown signal, you know, take a look at it. Um, and, and, and there's a lot of different ones out there and there's guys at, in the NFL who, who have, you know, who look different in their signals and so on. But for me, I'm pretty picky. I, I don't want, you know, a touchdown signal isn't supposed to be with your hands, you know, straight forward, like you're looking 
getting, you know, held up at gunpoint, um, you know, how, how does that signal look? Does it look like it, it shows you in the CCA manual? You know, little things like that, I think, make a big difference. But, um, you know, just, uh, you know, you can see in supervisors and, and, and you can see looking at your hat where you're looking. So, you know, did, did a short wing possibly miss a defensive hold because he was still looking in the backfield? And you can see he's looking at the backfield because the tip of his hat is pointing in at the line of scrimmage instead of to that receiver that is, you know, was his responsibility who might be seven yards downfield. Um, so those are things that we'll use as a crew, you know, to help us. Um, you know, I, I, I love being criticized for, you know, by my supervisors and by our position coaches because I take that as how I can make myself better. And, you know, as a crew, we want to be better. So we need to be critical of our performance. Uh, we, we always share plays. Everyone has to come up with a couple plays um, to look at, you know, from the last game and, you know, you know, be critical of, of each other of, you know, did we see this or, you know, why, why did we miss this? You know, who could have helped on this? Those are type of things that we do, um, you know, as a crew to help each other uh, with our film. Excellent. Yeah, I know I wrote down two notes here. You know, for every clip that you're going to give somebody to improve on, make sure you give the good to. Some, you know, the, the good trick is give somebody two positive reinforcements and then one improvement reinforcement. And then when you're going through plays and clips uh, as a crew, put yourself out there as an example first of, I could have had this mechanic look better. I could have had this signal look better. Um, and the more you create that safe environment, we're doing this for each other to give each other um, more productive feedback to be better ultimately. So have an open mind when people are breaking down film because um, they're doing it to help you. Third- yeah, and as a crew, you know, you can look at um, are you, you know, as a crew, are you hustling? Um, you know, are you doing those those signals? You know, there's some nonverbal signals that that we do, you know, when we get under two minutes, um, you know, are we, are we giving our thumbs up on defense for having 11 on defense? What do we, what are we doing if we have 12? Um, are we hustling, you know, as every, every position, you know, as a referee, are you following the quarterback when he gets outside the pocket? Is the umpire spinning on passes to help out, you know, line judge and uh, headline judge, are you stepping in the backfield on that quick pass? Are you squaring off your spots? Or are you making that, you know, banana cut? Those are all things that are, are, are noticed, you know, can be noticed by supervisors, but they can also be noticed by, you know, you as a crew. Are the deep wings, are they courting in at the end of the plays? You know, are they not bailing out on runs? Those are all things that as a crew we look at and individually as well. And film, film is what, the only way you can see those things. Excellent. The last topic here we're going to talk about um, is where do you think film is going, not only in college football, but in all sports officiating industry? You know, when it comes to video replay, when it comes to the use of it in social media, when it comes to data collection, you know, what have you experienced, what have you heard, and what are some of your opinions of how is film going to be used going in the future? 
Yeah, I think it's just gonna it's just gonna get more and more. Um, you know, video replay I think is great. You know, it was brought in initially just to to help with preventing any really big mistakes. And they keep tweaking it a little bit here and there and trying to make it better and really trying to make it where where we get things right. There's still going to be some judgment involved, and that's that's good. But uh, I think replay is a great thing, um, and, and understanding how replay works is something that I don't think most of the you know most of the fans they have an idea, but they really don't understand um, you know how it works and how we use it. But uh, I think it's a great thing, you know, just to help us because these these guys are you know these athletes are incredibly big and fast. And, and everything is so fast that, um, you know, what, when, you know, when six inches can make a difference in, uh, you know, possibly the, the outcome of a game, um, it's something that can just help us. So social media wise, I think it's important to understand that someone, someone is filming the contest you're working. I don't care if it's a third grade youth basketball or youth football, flag football, some mom or dad or grandpa or grandma, somebody is in the stands or on the sidelines and they're filming this game. And you're going to be part of that film. And you need to understand that um, so you're always act as a professional and so you always work hard because you don't want to be all of a sudden, it shouldn't happen, but you don't want to be that guy on, on social media that ends up you know, on uh, uh, on YouTube or on Facebook as being, you know, look at how lazy this official is. Not that we might not get beat on the play. You know, that happens, but are you still hustling? Um, you know, so social media, um, it's, it's a lot of good and it can make things very difficult, but you just got to understand that it's out there, that you're going to be on film and uh, and remember that you always are going to be on film and, and you can't take that back. So just think before you speak, think before you do things um, and, and just be careful with that. Um, on the data collection part, um, it's, it's used immensely. It's used for grading officials. It's used for grading crews. Uh, when you get to the division one level, you know, the, the coaches, they've got statistics on each crew. So they know, you know, when Cannon's crew come in, comes in, you know, to Michigan, they know that, uh, okay, well, they're on the, in the top third of the Big Ten for holding calls, for example. Not saying that's the case, but they know those kind of statistics because they have people that are collecting all that data. And they might make adjustments accordingly. So uh, we can also use that for our data collection. I know, you know, crews will use um, the time in between, you know, from when a penalty happens to when the announcement is made to when the ball's blown in ready for play. And they time those things out to make sure they're being efficient. You know, on, on a regular false start, definitely should, you know, be more efficient and happen much quicker than if you have, you know, a, a a scenario where you have two or three different fouls on the play. So all those things, um, you know, are used 
you know, by coaches, they're used by the media, uh, but they also, that data collection, you know, it should be used by us as officials to help make us better as well as individuals and as a crew. Yeah, I, I just got back from NCAA baseball meetings, and one of the big initiatives is coaches have had this data collection now since 2013. And then umpires and supervisors are now trying to have those coaches offer us that data so we can see the trends that they see when we are working behind the plate. You know, Sean Johnston has a huge one-two strike zone inside but not outside. They have that data on myself, and we're starting to get that data from coaches so we could actually be used, uh, be better sports officials uh, for the game. So we're, right. in a, we're, we're in our fourth quarter blitz here. I'm going to ask Monty three questions um, for the closing statements, and uh, hopefully you guys could use this information to d- make yourself better and others better around you. So question number one, as an official – who doesn't have access to huddle, DVR sport, RefQuest, how do you get game film? Well, one thing, like I said, is, is have a friend or a fellow official, you know, film your crew. And the best thing about that is you can get different angles that you're not going to get in any of those others you know, situations anyway. You can have it where they focus in on each official for a handful of plays. Um, you can have it where you get that all 27 shot, all 30 shot, where you, know, you can see everybody, all the players and all the officials and see how they move as a crew. And, and that's something, you know, all you got to do is, is say, hey, here's 20 bucks or, hey, I'll take you out for dinner or beer afterwards. And, um, you know, they're willing to help out, especially, you know, younger guys who are wanting to get in, they're kind of on the outskirts, they're on supplemental staff, maybe they're a high school guy who might be interested in college. Those guys, they're just, they love to go and and do stuff like that and help out and just be part of the crew for the day. Um, You know, if it's high school, a lot of times you can, you might be able to ask the athletic director, you know, to get a copy of the film, you know, from the coach. Uh, Most states now, you know, are using Huddle and, and you can, get access to most of the games just by contacting, you know, someone at the state office, you know, with a specific date in the game. And you can usually get that huddle access, but there's also all kinds of stuff out there on the internet. Um, Different States that do, you know, have really good training videos out there. Um, Jason Nickleby is uh, in the big 10, a center judge in the big 10, a friend of mine. And he's the, uh, he heads up the football for the state of Minnesota. He puts out weekly training tapes that are very, very good. Um, Matt, Matt Sunstein, I believe, is out of um, Hawaii, has, has tremendous training tapes. Um, Tom, Tom Allen, I believe it is, I think out of Ohio, um, is another one that's got great training tapes out there that, you know, they're out there on, on you know, YouTube. All you got to do is, is uh, Google them. And uh, you can find them. And that's not necessarily a view, but it's things that you're going to be able to use, you know, to help yourself as well. And then the last question here, um, the audience listening to this podcast, what are three things you could give them to encourage them to watch game film? Yeah, well, film, it's, it's going to make you better. 
It's going to make your crew better. And, and you got to remember, if you're not getting better, there's someone else who's going to pass you up. Um, we got to learn from others' mistakes. Uh, at, at a clinic, when I was in the big sky, we had a referee from the NFL come in. And I never, I've remembered this quote since he said it. If you don't learn from the mistakes of others, you're going to make too many and you're not going to be working division one very long. So look, we can learn from ourselves. We can learn from others. And film is, is just another one of those tools that we can have that can uh, help us to improve. Well, Monty, thank you for taking time out today with PSOA. Um, those officials looking to contact you because they like the information that you gave them. Is there a way they could contact you um, directly to get more tips and tricks on how to use film? Yeah, not a problem. Um, so my email is uh, mtilgener, that's M-T-I-L-G-N-E-R-1986 at gmail.com. So mtilgener1986 at gmail.com. Um, and you could also get a hold of Sean. Obviously, he's got my email um, if you if you lose that one. But, but um, uh, I, I'd love to give back and to help out. I've had so many people help me along the way and, and so many people who still do. So that's one thing I'd, I do like to do is, uh, is help out others um, as much as possible. So feel free to contact me. All right. You could also probably see Monty at multiple clinics um, in the Midwest. That's going to be offered. Um, PSOA hopes to have you in Omaha June 2nd and 3rd once again this year. Um, yeah. Those, uh, those of you listening to this podcast, if you're enjoying these stories, if you're enjoying the information, uh, make sure you visit us weekly for the new podcast. Um, you could also help by sharing this podcast, rating the podcast, and then becoming a contributing supporter for the podcast. So to keep this time out with PSOA going, um, do your part, rate the show, share the podcast, and contact me if you'd like to be a contributor and supporter. Once again, follow us on um, YouTube, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you are looking for more information on how to become a sports official, visit www.premiersportsofficials.com. Until our next time out, remember, you're only as good as your last call. A Heard at Sports Network production.